selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone, and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's Martini. Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Say it loud and proud. Celebrity Book Club. Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo. Hey, best friend! Hey, girl, you stupid bitch who has survived so much. I'm so happy to see you, Stephen. Okay, sorry. Hi, honey. Lena, you are my absolute inspiration. Everything you do is literally goals to the boots. You're actually, mm, I don't know, Svetlana Korkina in the 2000 Olympics in Sydney. Like, you fucking rage, and I'm obsessed. To Tanya Stratova, you look amazing. What are, You're serving, like... Mm, Wolf of Wall Street, like, just slept with a guy in Wall Street glamour and took his shirt much? Wait, literally? You're giving me, like, glamourosha, like, not just, like, was at the library, bought the library. Like, hello, close the doors, turn it into a fab hotel, like, giving me hotelier <laughs> Ian Schrager realness. <laughs> Out of jail and ready to start anew. <laughs> Wait, sis, those glasses are giving me vision. Your ass can see. Um, hey. <laughs> hey, my psycho Lena, <laughs> best gay friend in the whole wide world, Tontint. You're serving faggotry. Can I say that? Wait, can I literally say faggotry? I'm sorry. I'm just like getting a faggotrocious vibe from you, and that's a good thing. Uh, for some reason, I feel like we could be best friends. <laughs> Except we already are. Oops. Oops. Okay, some people say that I share too much. Sorry, honey. That's just me, and I'm okay with that, and I'm owning my realness because it's fucking story time. That's right. And don't clutch your pearls, Linda, because we're going to get real today. 
Okay, so the reason that we're having an aneurysm right now is... And, and talking in totally LGBTQ speak. <laughs> it's because we read an absolutely insane gay book. Some of us listened to it also, which girl was surfing my ears. <laughs> Wait, I, can't, I can't even imagine how much realness was being served in your ear pods, bitch. Yeah, audiologists <laughs> lay away because my ears are full of fabulousness. It was giving you a fabulous audiobook mom. And that's so cute for you. It was. We listened, read, Prayed at the altar of none other. One of the most important gay icons of our generation. Of the world. Of the world. Of the new Fab Five groomer extraordinaire. (laughs) Miss Jonathan. Van Ness. And his book. Their book? Her book. Her book. (laughs) Over the Top. My story. (laughs) It's so funny how many, when you go to our, here's a look behind the curtain. When you go to our little Google sheet of books, (laughs) how many of the books are just called My Story? (laughs) My Story. My Pages. My Book. My Book. My Story. Our Story. A Story of Me. It's mostly my story. It's mostly my story. Um, Reba's book is also called My Story. My Story, yeah. So we're going to be doing two My Stories <laughs> in a row. It's just like, okay, celebs, like, no, we get what the <laughs> concept of a memoir is. It's your story. I think everybody gets that. <laughs> but this book was also serving as a guideline for every little LGBT youth, whether you're just a little faggot in Missouri yes. or if you're a short six-year-old lesbian in Toronto, yes. okay? This is the blueprint for how to survive. How to survive in a world that wants you to, but honey, you're going to rise up. You're going to get yours. You're going to follow your dreams. You're going to have a ton of anonymous stocks. And some of it may not be good. And some, honey, <laughs> maybe. Oh, yeah. It's going to rock your world. <laughs> Okay, let's get into it, Henny. Henny, <laughs> let's serve some realness. It's giving you book. Okay, the way, oh, I guess just let's talk about the fact that he did write this book so consistently in his insane faggot voice. Well, uh, listening to audio, I wonder if he did just speak it and then someone transcribed it because if it was made by Harper Audio, because at the end, his acknowledgements, he's like, Christina, girl, I can't even thank you enough, my girls at Harper Audio, for serving audio realness and, like, boof, bitch. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's kind of impossible to tell, like, who he actually has a relationship with, because there isn't a single person in the book that is just like, and she was giving me a lip and was giving me hair and then giving me legs, and yes, honey, I was obsessed. Let's just say that I got down on my knees and worshipped at the altar of her hair for the next 50 15 years of my life. So props to Jonathan props to for not... Well, for, for having a consistent voice and for really, like, committing to the bit of being like, honey, I'm serving you a real <laughs> trauma moment. And yes, we're all coming together Which did it. make me think, because obviously there are, like, so many gays that are, like, constantly being like, I'm serving you a moment. Yeah. And you're like, are you... And it is a disease. Right. <laughs> and... The fact that he was so consistent in this book, you're like, well, I guess this is just, this is who you are. Well, you know, when he first had his, because uh, the thing that got him on Queer Eye was this web series, Gay of Thrones. <laughs> right. was- I was like, literally us. It's like a <laughs> recap. I mean, obviously we don't watch Gay of Thrones, but like, it was like a recap, funnier die web series. Yeah. No, literally us. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully this will 
launch us into our Netflix series. Um, but I remember like seeing that. I remember like maybe my cousin showing me that. Really? Yeah. And and I was like, okay, like, and I kind of wanted to hate it, just being like, here we go. This like faggot with long hair is just right. being like, yes, honey, the dragons <laughs> are giving you eggs boots. <laughs> but then I was like, kind of laughing at it. I'd be like, okay, like this is funny. And I like that it, you know, he's just talking and yeah. And I think that was also a little bit before the like mega mega oversaturation queen of the ossification and like in a post-bread city like post-rupaul world where it's just so mainstream and like everyone on earth is just being like yes honey give me moment i right, love that and it's for like you hillary clinton being like i'm yossified as i'm dancing the tango with my sister goldie Hawn. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Everyone, check out the new show Gutsy now on Apple TV. Now on Apple Plus. <laughs> Apple Plus. Where, where... Over the course of eight episodes, Hillary Clinton speaks to women that she thinks are gutsy. And in one episode, she does the tango with Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson and Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Who's tangoing who? Is it like gener- intergenerational? It's daughters. Daughters. But then. Daughters tango. It's daughters tango with the, the, the separate T, honey. And Jonathan would approve that this total <laughs> tangent I'm going on, honey, is that Chelsea. Chelsea is like, oh, like I was leading, and then my mom like took over to lead because it's like Hillary is the top. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kate Hudson was like, that's so random. Like my mom was also trying to lead. Um, unlike Jonathan Van Ness, who is a bottom. bottom. Let's just just to hop straight in, honey, because like we can. It's like so one of the main, and we'll get to other stuff, but one of the main relationships spoken about in this book is his boyfriend and. Every person in this book, he gives a Russian pseudonym. So this, because he thinks just like Russian oligarchs are serving honey, and they're like giving you glamorous realness. So that part even was, his siblings, which is so, so it's so crazy. But then this is coming up, and I'm like, well, again, I admire the consistency, right? But it's just like he's like, and then I went to this. Um, salon in Scottsdale where Svetlana <laughs> and like Dostoyana were like giving me cunty realness and then like my mom like well, except yeah the only I people he names is his Mary mom Mary and Steve the stepdad yeah but then it's just like he's like, yeah, like Sergey, my hot big black boyfriend, who is like a muscular black version of my mom. And you're just like, Sergey. And then he's just like, this hot like French twink named Ivanovov. And you're just kind of like, it's getting confusing, babe. And then it's just like, and the salon in Scottsdale was called like Soylanta, like Trechiana. <laughs> and then and it's just like, and then he's like referencing, it's like, so then like Helenka, me, and like Tolyanka. And you're just like the only one I did remember, well, Sergey, and then I remembered his main salon that he works at in LA, which he called like Soitova. Soitova Chancelanka, my Maitova. Yeah, yeah, where he really got like his scissors sharpened, and he really learned. And he thought he was just a colorist, but then he, he turned out he's he a stylist. Yeah, he could cut. Too. It is crazy, <laughs> the fact that like in hair world, you're not allowed to do both. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's science. It is. Yeah. I mean, coloring, first cutting, it's, you you know. know, It's like a film set, though. I mean, you know, there's the gaffer, there's the lighter, there's the first AD, second AD. I mean, you know, that division of labor is essential because then you're really responsible for your corner. But back to what you're saying, I feel like you were about to reference the fact that he does reveal himself to be a bottom, like, constantly (laughs) over and over and over again. He's always just like, honey, I want it to be lift up and held in the big arms of a hot six-foot-five Russian muscular daddy who's gonna throw me around. And it (laughs) is so amazing, and I feel like like this book is written for 
the 12 to 18 crowd, or I would say like more of maybe of a Midwestern crowd that's like loves Queer Eye. Like, I don't think it's for us is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's for like really bitchy or totally. bane, like <laughs> culture, critics, culture vulture critics. I definitely think it's because like, he'll mention the like housewives and how they clutch their pearls. And like he's like, sorry, I am going to talk about HIV. And yes, that's right, Linda, anal sex. Yeah, and he's been like, and look, if you hate me by the end of this book, like, sorry. So I do think it's for like, yeah, it's for half Linda's and then just like half like normal basic Atlanta gays. Right. And or just like maybe a girl who's like a queer eye fan who's like, you know what? I am going to get this for my gay son. Maybe it's actually 60 percent straight women who are just like drag race fans and also <laughs> queer eye fans. And I will say like those girls are a little bit freaked out by sex and they are being like, oh, my God. And maybe they do need the line that's like, don't clutch your pearls. Bitch. I think so. And are just like, oh, no. And he's like, yeah. And I was on to my fifth dick that day. Yeah. Which is, you know, if you're not familiar with that world, you may find that shocking. Right. So he says he finds this, you know, after years of, you know, being in the closet and wanting the straight guys and kind of unfulfilled relationships, he falls in love with this bouncer from L.A. And Sergey. Sergey. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just do love, because the whole thing goes through how he was, like, addicted to math and, like, addicted to sex. But he was like, so here's the thing. We were still not having the kind of sex I Hold wanted on. to I ha- have. I have it right here. <laughs> I was unable to tell him what I wanted and needed, which was a great level of intimacy. We had differences in how we did our gorgeous horizontal tango. <laughs> Falling in love, what felt like my first real adult relationship, and not having him seem to want to passionately throw me around the way I thought he would, hurt. And being young, gay, and new to how our gorgeous butts work during sexy time put strain on our relationship. Because I didn't feel that fire from Sergey, it set me up to feel rejected. It's like, so he wasn't, either he wasn't fucking him at all, or he wasn't, like, really throwing him down. I think he wasn't, like, really throwing him down. I think, like, when they were maybe just, like, cuddling or in the day-to-day, like, he was being the bigger top. I think he was definitely being the big spoon, but I feel like it was very, like, Jonathan blowing him in the morning. Mm. But then, like, at night being like, yes, Queen, him being like, I'm tired. Like, let's cuddle, like, let's watch. a little watch more Big Bear. Big Bear, let's watch TV, let's eat Mexican. Like. Yeah, there's a lot of takeout in this book. Yeah. Jonathan Vanessa's also, I feel like this new thing in our, like, culture of, like, chicas, where it's, like, it is all about Taco Bell. Do you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. and like fast food, but, like, making it, like, slutty and sexy. Like, girl, Sarah Lee was serving. And, honey, I needed to, like, have some Rio Grande, like, mega bean burritos. I mean, I would say the first half of this book is him listing all of the food he eats. Which I did love. Like, his schedule as a kid, it made me nostalgic for childhood when, you know, you kind of, you watch TV, you, like, roll around, you make a fucked up snack, you, like, do another imaginary game. He was just being like, and yes, honey, I was addicted to donut holes just like the (laughs) hole in my heart that was unprocessed trauma. Yes, honey, slay. The part we talked about the frozen burrito branding, where he was like, yeah. there was like the there was one frozen burrito that had the red color on it that meant it was steak, and then there was the purple one that meant it was bean and cheese. And honey, I love that purple. I worship that purple. That purple was my queen, honey. Like I was always going for the purple frozen burrito brand. It really is a throwback to this grocery store of being a child and just screaming, "I want the purple," you yeah. know. 
and really responding to bright colors. But also it's like early onset him being more like vegan gay of wanting the bean and cheese and wanting this like well, farty. Right. Which is like, so vegan. That, because food. he is so like disgusting in that way where it's just like he does just want Trader Joe's. Like vegan I was burritos. about to say, I was like, he is the most Trader Joe's gay. Yeah. Like, all he wants is, like, salmon pockets. He wants salmon pockets. <laughs> he wants just, like, bulk salmon pockets. When he talks about the Diet Pepsi Cube. Oh, no, he was like, <laughs> then he's like, Henny, that's a 24-pack. <laughs> Honey, that's two 12-packs stacked on top of each other, so it makes a cube shape. You know what I'm talking about. Grab another DP from the cube. Diet Pepsi, the most, dis- I mean, disgusting, I would say, drink on planet Earth. Right. And then it's like, and later he's like, and if I could have like told my seven year old self somebody and say, honey, make sure you go to Trader Joe's and you get those yeah. double oatmeal raisin like cookie pops. He's like, all I wanted to do after my stepdad died was go to Trader Joe's, <laughs> get some like salmon, peanut butter, pretzels, and move on. So he's from a like small, small a town. small conglomerate newspaper family. <laughs> yeah. His family is very rich in a small town where they own. The small the Miranda town. song, famous in a small town. town. Kind of remind me of that movie, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Have you seen that? I love a, a real dark, dark film. satirical, <laughs> satirical um, mockumentary. Really, a first of its kind. Denise Richards. I just watched it recently. It's absolutely it, Kirsten Dunst. Oh my God! I Dunst. mean, sorry. Yeah. Where is the Oscar already? Hello. So rude. Criminally underappreciated. Absolutely criminally. Um, And Denise Richards being like so fun. and Yeah, like, she's like so fun. Like a popular like slut. Like, yeah. Bitch. Yeah. And so like I, I think that was the environment he was in where it was like. And doesn't like the dad own like a furniture store in that movie or something? Yeah. And it's very like. So Denise the, Richards' dad. The parents own a newspaper just like the Quincy Star-Ledger. And they go to a country club. I mean, it's still, like, small-time famous, so, like, obviously they're not being so, like, big city. No, like, but it's, like, everyone knows him in the town. Coat. And this was really fabulous when he was, like, I realized when I, like, wanted to do hair was, like, I would just, like, gossip with all these, like, small-town, all the country club ladies of Quincy, Illinois. All the Quincy biddies at the pool. At the yeah. pool. <laughs> and they're, like, what do you want to do? And he goes, he's, like, hair. And then, of course, he tells his dad, and his dad is, like... Um, just like no men don't do hair. No men don't do hair. Well, and then he like, but this is the part I'm saying like you can't can't tell like who he actually is friends with because he's like, and these grandmas were the most fabulous biddies in the whole (laughs) in the whole town, and I would sit next to them and soak up their gossip like the sun. And he was like, and then on the other side of the pool were these two fabulous teenagers, (laughs) and like, and they ran that hot dog stand like the navy, and I was obsessed with them, and I worshipped at their feet. And you're just like, okay, so you're worshiping like every woman ever. I mean, that's also that is being gay. Yeah. was there like a teen or like that you worshipped when you were like six? Oh, like a teen girl that I was like, she's so fab and I need to be here. (laughs) Yeah. And honey, my perky little gay tits are out of tension. (laughs) Always referring to to his his gay tits. (laughs) Um, Huh. A teen that I was absolutely absorbed with. Or like a group or something. Do you ever like pass by like... Anything I feel like that was mind? maybe more your world because okay. you were so like wanting to be older and like wanting yes, to be cool. Okay. And I was kind of a little bit like more in my like TV food world. I mean, I was being so JVN and just being like watching ice skating, watching ice skating and like 
Gushers and Vanilla Wafers and Mountain Dew Code Red and video games and like less thinking, like less looking up to people. Well, I guess you just wanted to be, what was your skater name you wanted to be called? Victoria? Ver- Veronica. Veronica. I mean, so it's like more like you wanted to be this imaginary skater, Veronica. You are JVN. And I was like, which is still so me, like wanting to be the most random man that I just passed. Because yeah. I would see s- skaters at the Porter Square train station well, who were like, you- 14, I was like, I want to be them. You know, what's so interesting is that, you know, you were living in the real world, right? And you were out to lunch. I was in fantasy land. But I think that's also very because you have you landed back? No, certainly not. (laughs) She's still in the clouds. But you know, you lived in the big city in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and you Mm. know, beep beep honk honk buses going by, all aboard. And you know, and life was gritty, right? I mean, you had. Well, I was seeing people on the street. You saw the homeless, yeah, and just (laughs) civilians, (laughs) civilians, right? That was very affecting you. Where I lived in this cloistered suburban. No one was really on Very the street for you to see. No, absolutely not. <laughs> they're on, on their Volvos, locked up. Right. And so, you know, it was it was a very, very cloistered environment. And so, you know, I never imagined that there was anything else out there for me. It, it just it just wasn't fathomable to me. Mm. And yet for Jonathan. It was. It was. I think his town was so small. And also he was so gay. I mean, I was so gay too, but I, I think I like, you know, managed to suppress it a little bit well, more. Yeah, and I think you had like the video games. Yeah. I could I could retreat into nerdiness. Whereas he just like kept getting gayer and gayer, it sounds like. Where it's like he was doing the like gymnastics. I mean, he literally routine. did cheer. He literally did cheer. And he like was... is so mo- like he is a gay and cheer. And he kind of never came out, which is interesting. One thing I like about this book, there wasn't a big coming out moment. It was just kind of like he was like always gay, was getting bullied in middle school, and everyone was just being like cocksucker, cocksucker, cocksucker. Well, I think he says in it when he talks about this, like, t- so his basically like kind of first boyfriend is this like jock. They would like jerk off together all the time, and then the jock had a girlfriend, and he would say like he was closeted. Girl, I was never closeted. Yeah. Whatever happened, clearly Jonathan though did went to rehab. Yeah, it's like of course like he needed constant validation was having sex six times a day. And had to turn to math and bathhouses and right. all the rest of it. I mean we're all like literally one one step away one from one grinder hook up away from like going down that road. Same. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very I'm one easy. Lex post away from becoming addicted to meth. <laughs> It's like one park hang that's actually like a French discussion group. (laughs) (laughs) Queer NB French discussion group. And I'm like, after that, (laughs) um, yeah, uh, Rocket handed me a pipe. and uh... (laughs) Celebrity Book Club. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. 
ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find Book, a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. I would say this is also classic Queer Eye memoir and the fact that, like, the Queer Eye part is really kind of sped up by the end. Well, I, I think this came out not too long after the show, so it's like there's not that much... To say. To, to say. <laughs> like, true. I don't think he was famous for that long when he got the book deal. And so I feel like he just was, like, mostly focused on... I mean, he's already done his, like, up. Radio City Music Hall stand-up tour. Oh, where he's, like, also doing tumbling and yes. stuff. <laughs> I feel like it was very, like... I feel like you could overlay this book on Tan Francis book, and it, like, matched up almost suspiciously so, where they told the exact same story... And I feel like Netflix definitely approved of where each they of were their both books. Also, like we were randomly rich gay children. We were rich gay children, and then we like went to the. I mean, it keeps talking about the Glendale Embassy Suites, honey, and how they were serving audition realness for the queer eye. Okay, and then obviously he was like, "Ooh, and girl, when I saw Karamo, that bagel hot cup of mocha, I wanted to dive right in and uh, become no, scalding he hot." Says, he said, I, oh, "I'm sorry, my vagina, vagina melted and fell on the floor." <laughs> and then he told me I had a boyfriend, so I picked my vagina back up and stuffed it back in, honey. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, I was laughing during this book. I was laughing. During this book. I was also laughing. I just feel like he is very okay. Here's what okay. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. He is incredibly observant. Like, he's extremely accurate, I think, with so much of his, like, aesthetic and cultural descriptions of people. Like, when he talks about how Scottsdale, everyone is straight and fake rich. And, like... Oh, wait. And then when he also said um, at Minneapolis, or was it Scottsdale? And he was like, I was doing color. But he was like, didn't matter what I did, every woman came out looking like Kelly Clarkson. And then when he's in L.A., he's like, they wanted, they thought that layers meant Lisa Rinna, and there was no way to do oh. layers that weren't Lisa Rinna. <laughs> and then he gives, and then he makes his Elward Shane reference. Yes. And he's like, I wanted to give a shag that was, like, more L-word, but, like, they only wanted Lisa Rinna. Okay, I want to get to that part, but let me just, like, in a broader point about his ability to describe things accurately. Scottsdale was the capital of fake blondes, fake boobs, and $20,000 millionaires who were driving whatever the equivalent of a Tesla was in 2006, were actually completely upside down on their mortgage and endlessly in debt. And I'm just like, wow. Accurate. Drag Scottsdale to hell and back. That's so true. And Scottsdale, yeah, we're going to be coming at you live sometime (laughs) this year, okay? (laughs) But that's like so like my aunt who was like obsessed with like fish sculptures. No, where it's like more debt, more more debt, debt, more more debt, more, big car, car payments. More cruises, like uh, uh, taking out an eighth mortgage. <laughs> 
And then when he talks about himself, he was like, I couldn't believe that Sergey liked me even though I was a hippie vegan top knot yogi. Because <laughs> at that point, he is just being this like... LA messy yogi. And I'm like, so you know that you are so vegan hippie top knot. Yeah, yogi. he knows he's Trader Joe's top knot. And like it's cute because he like tells Sergey, he's like, just so you know, like I wear like such a like American apparel like tights and shorts and Which maybe we'll get into this and what does she wear? But I, I do feel like it's this weird thing with his like personal style. Where I'm just like, he's so accurate at like taking down everyone else's style and knowing exactly what they look like and things. And then, right, that it's kind of like. And then I'm like. You. And I'm like, and then you know that you're wearing like this leotard that's like giving you such a spare tire and you're being like, and yes, honey. And like, sorry. Like, I guess like, he like likes that in just like this hippie girl way. Yeah. And that's, I guess, and that is his beautiful truth is right. that he's like, I'm messy top knot yogi and I will like walk in wearing this and extremely like, low cut Yes, queen. Namaste yes. to the boots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, namaste and class more um, because I love yoga. When like he's dragged Sergey to St. Louis. Okay, also not St. Louis having a bathhouse. I know, we need to do... That was a shock to me. Okay, we need to perform at, like, Bette Midler style, at, like, the St. Louis... I think every city has a bathhouse. New York doesn't have a bathhouse. The gayest city in the country doesn't have a bathhouse. Chicago has a bathhouse, Steamworks. Chicago has Steamworks. I Maybe St. Louis has, like, a Steamworks, too. It's, like, such a change. Well, but maybe because New York is so, like, just everything is so gay... Yeah, but there also I think it's so, like, Giuliani and, like, cabaret laws, and it's, like... I'm sure, but they're just, like, well, we need to be, like, having so many DJ nights. Because we had and... so many bathhouses in the 70s, and they all got closed down. And now all they have it's Giuliani, is the... my friend, Giuliani. Yeah. There's just men's hours at the Russian baths, and that's it. Which is Tuesdays for our listeners. What is that? Tuesdays? Thursdays, 12 to 5, and Sundays, 7 a.m. <laughs> to 2 p.m. Not that I know, honey. <laughs> oh, it's 7 a.m. to noon. Yeah, so if you're at that 7 a.m., like, honey, it's... You're co- okay, it's you're coming, last ditch. You're coming back from the club at 7 a.m. wandering in and like half the people are meth and then the other half the people are Hasids. I think 25 are Hasidic guys on meth. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, okay, not, and then the St. Louis move, it's so tragic and he's just like, and honey, things are about to get mega uber trage for me. Yeah. Buckle up, Linda. <laughs> and then he shares, which was so me, this like essay he wrote about Bill Clinton and Monica oh, in he says, like, grade. before I go to St. Louis, because it's literally a full year of me being, like, such an insane whore and doing so much math and getting HIV, <laughs> yeah. let me show you my Bill Clinton-Monica Lewinsky book report. Literally you. Yeah, he's like, let's just take a break, Kenny's. Um, and then it's, like, the book report is him, like, asking 20 kids in Quincy, Illinois, like, if Bill Clinton should resign And they're not. all like, we they're, hate Bill Clinton. Yeah, they're like, what he did was wrong, and he should, like, think about his actions. Yeah, it was very, it was very prude. Yeah. Young Republican Club. Wait, doesn't it start out in the thing like I've always been a conservative Democrat or something? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Wait, the book? No, the, oh, the, the like essay. the Bill Clinton yeah. essay when he's in sixth grade. So the idea of being like eleven and being like I've always been a conservative Democrat. <laughs> but that was so kids at my small private elementary school. Like I remember we had like oh a mock election. No, we all like, ran a country, and it was like what people were in like. <laughs> fighting for like what people were into and i remember like i was on the side of like talking about the human rights violations and everyone was like why do we need human rights and i was like what's wrong with you guys where do you live where do you live like human rights are so important so you always like debate club kind of yeah okay and you were like humanity is a slave <laughs> and if we don't have human rights then what do we have nothing honey 
Um, so anyway, he goes to St. Louis and... After he's, like, gone to sex rehab, like, so many times. And, and he... then he, like, gets back together with Sergey and convinces Sergey to move to St. Louis with him so he can be closer to his stepdad who's dying of... Uh, in Quincy, Illinois. It would be like also it is so random where he's like, well, let me move to the city so I'm not like so close to my family, but well, just kind of close. We know why he moved to the city. Gay guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he does contract HIV during one of these St. Louis In the St. Times. Louis period. And I have to say, you know, I mean, okay, this part of the book, he was being obviously so like Hillary Clinton in press release and like explaining like what drugs are. I feel like he explained it very well. He explained it very well. It was moving to here. It's also just like... So many people are still so confused about like what undetectable is and like yes, what a viral load yes, thank is. thank you, thank okay, you. Okay, and Miss Van Ness just kind of laid it out in a few pages. Well, and you know, it's funny because it relates back to this part earlier in the book where he, someone says something about HIV at a family dinner when he's like seven and he starts crying and runs out of the room of family dinner. Oh, that happens. But also once when he's at like Teutolana Statovia salon, this head like stylist yells at him, I hope you get AIDS and die. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's a fear. Yeah. But, but the thing, he's like, that is literally, and I'm sure you've known this, but it's like, that is every gay man's fear. It still is, to this day, every yeah. gay man's biggest fear. And, you know, I've been on prep for many years and, you know, and I've actually never talked about my HIV status publicly, but... um, Please. I'll say it. Um, I, I am negative. But it's like, for many years, even even being on prep, I'm still like, Every time I go to the doctor, I'm always, like, nervous that I'm going to be like, oh, my God, it was the one day I got a toxic load or something. And it's just, like, there's still so much stigma around it. But Jonathan Van Ness. He's breaking it. And he's, like, and I'll admit, like, like when I was, like, 20, like, a guy came over and he then he said he was paused. And I was like, no, I'm not going to sleep with you. And it was, like, you know, I was, like, definitely a lot more worried about sleeping with guys who were paused back in my early 20s as well. And, you know, and I've I've moved beyond that. And now I do sleep with guys who were paused. Which I'm so proud of you. Thank you. But it's just like that's a journey that everyone has to go on. And like the undetectable thing is it's just like, you know, people are still not totally knowing or understanding what it means. They make it confusing out there. But of course, now the weird thing is it's just like all being undetectable really means that you have to take a pill for the rest of your life. But being on prep also means you have to take a pill for the rest of your life. So either way, you're going to take a pill. You're going to take a pill for the rest of your life. But, you know, we're a very medicated society. Pills, pills, pills. Pills, pills, pills. But I thought that whole part was beautiful. And I also thought the part was like, I was glad he also called out the like, when he first gets diagnosed, they do this thing where they make you sign some paper acknowledging that it's oh, like that was crazy. illegal oh, you're... to sleep with someone without, without telling, telling them. them. Just Which I think is so insane and archaic. And like, there are multiple cases like every year in this country in the legal system where like people go to jail for giving people HIV. And like, yes, I'm sure there are some evil people who like are like... Doing that on in- purpose? Intentionally, like, infecting people because, like, there could be whatever. But it's, like, that can just happen. It's called, like, having sex. And it's, like, if you're having sex with someone, like, you should know the risks and, like, protect yourself or whatever. And Jonathan Van Ness says that he was, like, and, girl, um, no matter how awkward it was, like, I did tell all my future sexual partners. But it's just, like, I don't think that you should be, like, I yes, I think you should tell people. But it's, like, I don't think it should be an insane law that you go to jail. No, that's insane. That's insane. That's literally insane. That is homophobia. It's a, it's homophobia. And I just feel like Jonathan... The fat vibe is helping to, to break barriers to, to and com- end homophobia. Yes, seriously, to compare <laughs> it to Tams, 
book, which was like wildly misogynistic and just like women are all fat and like they need to be like locked in houses in slim, dark jeans that flatter their bodies. (laughs) And I need to be locked in my like 17 room, like empty Utah mansion with my husband. (laughs) And Jonathan, I feel like is like, this is what HIV is. And just like, it's fine. Well, Tan is also like never had sex with anyone. So Jonathan (laughs) is like, because honestly, I'm sorry, but Jonathan is like the vast majority of gay men who are insane whores and are having sex like 24 seven. Right. He's just so like, so yeah, like my cat was staring at me being like, girl, are you really going to take like another balloon? (laughs) Like, are you really, are you really douching for the fifth dick of the day (laughs) right now? Can you feed me instead? <laughs> Can you give me one no. pet instead of... So he has this amazing cat, Bug. Bug, yeah. Who passes. And then, do you remember this? This was towards the end. This is not in the book. This is just real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> he adopted, after Bug died, he adopted two more kittens and named the one that looked like his last cat, Bug 2. And while he was sleeping, the kitten just jumped out of a window and died like a week after he adopted it. What? Yeah. And he made this post just being like, I'm shattered right now, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'm giving you full <laughs> depresso <laughs> moments right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to be in bed with, uh, I don't know, Trader Joe's for the next two weeks. This kitten who was serving ghost, like, also died. <laughs> she was serving suicide. Wait, that is so sad and random. Well, we have to talk about the hair. I actually have to praise this book. It almost <laughs> reminded me of the way that Andre Agassi talks about tennis. I was actually kind of learning about hair in a way. Yes. I always felt like I was on the salon floor. Yes. So when he gets like basically his big gig as an assistant at this L.A. studio and the main haircut he has to give is like such an asymmetrical like Lisa Rinna like side bob. So hold on. Um, Mikhail preferred shags like Lisa Rinna's hair that look like you've been electrocuted. Really big, really piecey, really textured. That's not my aesthetic, even if it was the salon's aesthetic. So I was just trying to create a shag shape that wouldn't make the client want to yelp my ass into oblivion. Not a voluminous Lisa Rinna shag, a flatter, more L-word shag. Natasha checked the haircut and said it was perfect. But when Mikhail checked it, he said even though it was technically perfect, they couldn't check me off because it was too flat on the top. So it was like they wanted it sticking up on the top and having like such Kate Gosling like all over volume, which is so insane. No, the haircuts that they were having him give sounded so crazy. But I love This is also insane, this part. He goes, at that point, I only knew how to use metal brushes as opposed to bristle brushes, which he was using. When I finished the back of her hair, he looked at it. I asked you to make this straight, he said. Igor, I'm sorry. I said, I don't know how to do it with a boar bristle brush. No, faggot. I want you to get it straight with the brush I asked you to use. He said, leaning into my ear. He took the brush out of my hand and threw it to the floor. I hope you die of AIDS, he said. Get away from me. (laughs) That is insane. How insane. It's just like, you know, the guy was so metrosexual and like the craziest jeans that were like, so distressed like like vertical striped shirt like unbuttoned to here like yes. so many chains <laughs> um this other haircut one week we were learning a rock and roll shag technique inspired by ashley simpson chin length face framing but then collarbone in the back like a long fashioning mullet with lots of face framing to make it really wispy <laughs> <laughs> i mean i also like when he says fashioning mullet because you know exactly what he means when he exactly, says that yeah 
So that's what makes me think that this book isn't just for Midwestern Lindas. Because, because it's it like, is for gays, and he is talking about hair. No, absolutely gays are reading this. I just meant more, it's, I think, like, young gays are maybe getting the most out of this. Oh, like gays who are learning yes, how to like be gay. in high school. Yeah. And you're, like, reading about hair and, like, reading about grinder. I mean, when he is fucking that guy in the backseat of the car in the driveway of his house when he's Wait. 16 and the stepdad is just like, boys, time to go that inside. fab. <laughs> like, that's what so also means. I think it's time for Jonathan to come inside. And he's like, girl, he was entirely inside of me. <laughs> I'm like, A, having sex in the backseat of, like, your parents' car just in the driveway. Like, that's... Not even pulled over. But see, then it also made me feel a little bit bitter and jealous. And, like, I was like, actually, I don't have sympathy for you. Because he had like, so many hookups in high school. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? You're supposed to live in a small town and be so bullied and you're literally having sex in high school. And, again, like, that other boyfriend, like, you guys were still sleeping in the same bed. I'm like... No, I was never jacking off in bed with anyone. No. Or, like, taking someone fully in the Volvo. Yeah, I've never been taken in a Volvo, to be quite honest. (laughs) Still to this day, you haven't been taken in a Volvo. Check your privilege, Jonathan Van Ness, with your (laughs) newspaper fortune. (laughs) Um, I do ultimately feel that he, this book reeks of... uh, Elizabeth Warren, honey. And, okay, <laughs> yes, but less than I thought. It's Elizabeth Warren in this way where it'll be like, he'll be like, and I think everyone can live their true life because marijuana has disproportionately <laughs> yeah. put black men in prisons. And you're like. <laughs> no, those are absolutely <laughs> random like political <laughs> yeah. statements come in. <laughs> I think, but I thought it was going to be like so much more of that. I guess and less me- dick appointments. Yes, I thought it would be more. I agree, and that's what was so refreshing about it. Wasn't so much of that, but he is just—he's just such a Warren gay. Yeah, in the way that he's just like so. Like, well, is he so like? Bernie, we need to clean up your sides and get some carotene on that scalp, honey. (laughs) And while we're at it, okay, no one's going to go for your little leftist bro ideas. We need a fierce lady in the way. No, he's so just like, I'm sorry, she can run the country and wear a kitten heel. (laughs) (laughs) Also because he is like, sorry, it's so Warren Gay to be like x math. Is it? Because she's so like from Oklahoma. <laughs> Which no, has it's a... just so Warren Gay to and be like, honey, we need to recognize the meth problem. So Warren Gay to be like condo small TV far away from your like extremely white couch. <laughs> His meth addiction also, I was so like, it was a little hard to track. Where he's being like, I this is what started my meth addiction. I watched a guy pull out a meth pipe. Well, but this is how it always happens because it's like you have a hookup where someone is doing meth, and then that guy like blew meth in his face, and then he like went back to surgery and was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I've been cheating on you." Like, and then he like yeah. goes to sex addiction or whatever, and then it's like the next time he encounters meth with a hookup, it's like then he just does. I meth. mean, that was funny. And then when he does do meth, and he like comes back with this like other yoga teacher that they're hooking up with and he was like girl I had one shoe on (laughs) he was like and you think that's normal (laughs) and I was still wanting more where he's just driving through West Hollywood and sees like some old hookup and the hookup just gets in the car and then he's like three days later I have one shoe and no shirt (laughs) (laughs) celebrity book club Hey, girlinas, this week in the VIP lounge, we're talking about, you guessed it, Fashion Week, all the events, all the restaurants. We're breaking it down for you, and we're leaving no high heel unturned. And now, a clip from this week's VIP lounge. And if you're not a subscriber already, head to patreon.com slash pod for only five 
U.S. American dollars, you can hear an extra episode every single week. Did you know that the Dime Square Hotel, which I did not go to their party that they had. Nine Orchard. Nine Orchard. They have a market price martini. <laughs> Insane. That's the carry of all carries. And the market price is, because they're choosing whatever it's like, vodka. It's like, what market? The price of vodka is not fluctuating. Well, with Ukraine. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Putin. <laughs> Honey, it's time to slay the house down segment boots. How does she live? What does she wear? Um, girl. What what does does she she eat? eat? Okay, wait. Slay to the diet of the boots. (laughs) Trader Joina. Trader (laughs) Josefonta. Okay, but also like... Talk about what's that other LA Mexican place? Del Taco. Del Taco. He's so Del Taco. He's so um yeah. When I get off the plane, I immediately go to uh Baja Blast because this ass is gonna what, blast. What's if the I don't place have... everyone pretends to love in LA, the burger place. Oh, in and out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's so in and out with my girlies. With yeah, my animal style. Because <laughs> mm, honey, shoot is over. <laughs> when he's just like and yeah, and I did go read Skinny Bitch and I went vegan as part of my eating disorder for two years. And honey, I'm off that train. And then I read the article about him gaining 70 pounds after his stepdad died. He's like, mm, yeah. And then I made my sister like stop for a sheet cake. And then, girl, like my brother made guac. So he's just, yeah, is very like. I mean, and this is the part where it is a little bit like the Jared Fogel book in this way, where if you live in the middle of nowhere in Illinois, it's you're just going to be addicted to fast food all constantly. Wow. I mean, that's the landscape. Or good homemade meals. He never full of beef. He, no, his mom say, was working all night, so he was so Sara Lee Pop. He was so Sara Lee Pop Tarts. Like he never references like a cooked meal. Wait, no. So this is what like, I wanted to bring up ever. of like or like going to restaurants. Ever he's just fast food and of, like and like snack food. From no, Sarah people Jones. he talks about in query doesn't talk about tan. He talked about how his vagina melted with Karama. And he goes, and Antony, honey, like, everything he made, my mouth dropped to the floor. And, like, he is, like, really, like, promoing how, like, good of a cook Antony is. Yeah. And it's just, like, no one has ever no done that. No one has that. ever said that Antony's But I do good. also feel like he actually is the prime audience for Antony because Antony is, like giving him like a pesto no, pasta it, yes. and he's like what girl Henny Omari Batali hoopsed no, take it, me to Italy now Antony's cooking is for people who have only ever had Trader Joe's right. salmon pockets and then they're just like wait a minute sis this salad is giving me vegetable garden yeah. realness I'm literally in Tuscanana <laughs> <laughs> Crunch, crunch. <laughs> Eat, pray, love, biatch. It's just like, this is the first time you've had something that's like has olive oil in right, it. Right, and it's just like three lines about how Anthony is like the best cook in the entire world. And, and then he, he doesn't... He says that him and Bobby are sisters, bitch. Well, yeah, that was saying he mentions Bobby. Literally nothing about Tan. Yeah, obviously. Well, Tan is... I mean, he does mention that Tan is like weirdly uptight. I feel like he there's or it doesn't actually say that, but he's like... Tan is more conservative or something. And he does also like admit that obviously it's like Bobby does the most work because he was like, well, and then like when the show started filming and like Bobby was already there because he had like more stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> As we all As know. As we all know. So So yeah, he's eating fast food in Trader Joe's. And... But I think now probably Anthony, I feel like he's probably getting when before shooting, don't you think he's getting like he's weird get- meals sent to him that are so? But he's still just getting like a sweet green salad. Like he's getting yeah. A bowl I'm saying I salad. think he's like now being like, ooh, girl, I need to like choose the kale realness. But he's ex- but he just wants things that are prepackaged. And I'm, in, like, I'm a thing. Agree. Yeah. I'm just saying it's healthier prepackaged stuff now. Yes. 
Although he also still thinks that like Trader Joe's like oatmeal treats like are so <laughs> healthy because they have like so much like stevia in them. Okay, what does she wear? Okay, what does she wear? I mean, just like caftans, caftans, long jersey tops, I halters. Guess it's like his thing now is just being like, as we mentioned earlier, he's just like dress. I, well, a dress, but also be like, I am. I'm comfortable being vegan hippie girl. Being vegan hippie girl, like wearing a sweatsuit and like, no, it's not flattering. And like, but he would tell someone else that like what he's wearing is not flattering. But wouldn't he also be doing their hair being like, ooh, girl, sis, like be comfortable. Comfiness is realness. Yeah, so then give me that comfy moment. Like, give <laughs> yeah. me that fuzzy wuzzy slipper Netflix and chili Yana moment. Uh, come for me, sister but Rita. I feel like now she's being much more like weird one piece dress in her they them era and being a little more like Grecian. Okay, sidebar, I feel like he literally in a very Demi Lovato way like officially went they them and then officially pulled it back. Maybe. And I feel like maybe there's part where he's like, and the binary is crazy, girl. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Honey, sis, the binary has me fucked up. Because like sometimes I'm like serving total like Tom Hanks realness. (laughs) It's just like, it's like, girl, you've been serving bottom and you continue to serve bottom and y'all will (laughs) never not stop serving bottom. I'm like, yes, I love my beard. I'm like, I'm not shaving. Which I feel like is her they themness of just like. Well, yeah, being just like I mean, a it's very in a dress. you <laughs> in oh, me with and your my Susan Alexandra <laughs> outfit, which we'll talk about on the, the VIP, VIP lounge, lounge when I perform stand up at the Comedy Cellar for Fashion Week. Where does she live? Okay, since the kitten so you, died, you th- I think oh. she lives in like a massive high okay. rise in the West Village. Okay, you're pulling that high bed. You think she lives in New York? I think she like has an apartment in New York. I, honey, I think he lives in Los Angelinta. They all live in Los Angeles. Oh. Well, except for Tan, who lives in Utah. <laughs> right. And Karamo. He's literally the most fast food, driving in his car, like, blasting eight podcasts and, like, I think they're, okay, Shania but... Twain and Cher out of, like, six <laughs> different speakers while with, like, so many assistants and cutting hair, like, in his car. He's what was, so car. Okay, what was so me, though, <laughs> just to jump this, when, like, his stepdad dies or something like that, and he just makes a collage of, like, Tonya Harding <laughs> yeah, and, like, his process. mom. Yeah. Wait, well, hello, which is also so us. Um, how he describes having that quilt of celebrities. Yeah, it's literally so, my bathroom. Yeah, he's just like, um, Tanya Harding, like Nicole Kidman, Sarah my Jessica mom, Parker. Sarah Sparker, uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, so I think that the house. I just think there was a there was a New York moment, maybe when she was doing her Radio City, and Are that's you... when Bug well, died, and this is why I'm picturing this high rise. I think that he was staying at just like the lot or like something or like and like renting for six months just like yeah or maybe he was staying at like a weirder he was just staying at like the Staybridge Crown Plaza and that's where the cat died and that's where the cat died no I feel like it was like a 23rd and 6th high rise and it was those suicide proof windows but a cat could fit out yeah because it was small are, well, you're, saying, well, you're saying this because the article mentioned that I was in New York? No, it's just because the cat jumped out of the window and died. And I'm thinking Well, they have, to... like, high-rises in, like, downtown L.A. I guess so. You don't think it's so... Hello, remember the apartment that, like, Jason has in Selling Sunset when he has yes. that party? Oh, yeah. And he has, like, like, don't you think it's, like, in that building? Brown couch. Or when I... Tara Reid also lives in an apartment building in Hollywood. Like, I kind okay. of feel All like... All right, you've sold me. He it's lives just in West weird... Hollywood in a weird apartment building. And, and it's high and the cat jumped out. It's high and it has... Yeah, and it's a big condo and it's like a three-bedroom and one of the bedrooms... Maybe two of the bedrooms are... Full of boxes. Full of boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so many like Stuart Weitzman gift bags. And he's like, oh, honey, I need to go through that. Come over. And yeah. then like... 
her bedroom. I do think it's like he has closets, but like still it's high bed for storage. No, the bed, and this is what I mean by Warren Gay. The bed is high, the TV's small. And just, I think things are unpacked. And because it's not they're even that the TV going is small, Philly. it's that the TV, TV is, is far, far from away couch. from the couch. Yeah, and they're always yeah, and they're always like going to Austin to shoot the show for like six months. And then he has like just some recesses, cans of recess in his. There's fridge. product everywhere, and it's like I'm surprised there hasn't been a home edit episode with him yet, where they're coming over and he's just like and he's sobbing, and he's like, "Girls, you've saved my life." Like, he's like, "Okay, honey, this is intake. Like, I need this area for intake." And like maybe Bobby is telling him to like buy a certain ottoman. I think there's a group text, and Tan is sending an ottoman, and no one's responding oh. until a day later. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Angie, what do you think yeah. of this for my home <laughs> and then there are just like sis work and just like Karamo's taking a selfie of his new like bomber jacket <laughs> okay who are you in the bookina um I guess we're both we're Jonathan. both Jonathan in different like I'm literally age 10 same age he wrote his Monica that's when I went as Bill for Halloween I'm collage of women I'm literally <laughs> Pretending to be a figure skater on my kitchen floor and yeah. like eating so many sneaky and, like, snackies, sneaky snacks, and I'm putting like nacho cheese on Cheez-Its and like making it like surface honey to the boots, <laughs> <laughs> to the boards. Um. So yeah, we're both Jonathan Van Ness, and we would love to open for you on your next Radio City musical tumbling tour. Um. Okay, I give this book. I give this book, honestly, a 3.9. It went by fast. I laughed. There's good information in it. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. It was a romp. I give it, I give it, yeah, 3.7 layers of a shag. I give it, yeah, 3.9, sorry, um, American apparel dead stock leggings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he tells Sergey that he's like, you need to know that I do yoga and leggings. And Sergey's like, yeah, you're a huge fighter. Like, what was faggot. I? <laughs> did I think you were not going to do yoga? And like, and he's like, and then Sergey said, I do it in basketball shorts. And I was like, go off, honey. That part is so relatable because I also like, I have that same relationship with my masculinity where I'm always just like, wait, will a guy like know that I'm an insane faggot? Like when I'm, when he's dating me and it's like, they're always like, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, and yes. we actually that was already understood <laughs> yeah like right it's like that wasn't that's not a secret to be revealed later that's really unpacked in the new netflix show uncoupled which i'll i just finished and i'll be getting to in the vip lounge uh okay well thanks so much jvn for taking yeah. us on your journey of beauty and truth honey um and thank you for our gorgina audio experience yes my harper audio girls <laughs> Okay, okay uh, all um, my uh, celebrity club children, we will see you next week, Yana. And, um, and I can't wait to serve you more podcasts. Real serve nice. you more book, bitch. In your ear holes, <laughs> you nasty little cantaranas. <laughs> Bestiana. <laughs> Bestuchia. <laughs> Honey, Celebrity Book Club is a fabulous podcasting moment brought to you by Prologue Projects. Honey, they are serving you audio. The show is produced by sexy 
kitten realness Benjamin Fresh. I just want to cuddle with him all day. Ah, uh, he gives me the num-nums all over. With editorial support from Tall Drink of Water, Leon Nafak, another Tall Drink of Water, Andrew Parsons. Oh my God, he's so scrumptious. I want to snack on him tomorrow, then next week, then go back to Trader Joe's and buy another box of him. Arlena Revelo, she literally is giving producer fabulosa realness. She actually intimidates me and I worship at her altar. And Madeline Kaplan, who is another insane diva that I started following when I was five years old. And if I don't become her before I die, I will kill myself. Our production manager is Percy Everlyn. She's giving managing realness. Honey, yes, lay the house down boots. Our intern is Noah John. And yes, honey, he's paid because we do believe in paying our interns because financial steadiness like is realness, sweetheart, okay? We know you have that rent to pay. And we're coming through with the dollars. Original theme song by Steam Phillips Horse. Uh, that's right, honey. That's me. I'm giving you keys. I'm giving you vocals. I'm giving you production. I'm giving you Ableton. I'm at the computer. Tap, tap, tap. Wait a minute. He sings. That's a boots. Artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips and Y. Hire him for everything. Uh, if there's going to be graphic design at my funeral, he's doing it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram because you know we have to get those social plugs in there, honey. Okay? That's how we get the big bucks. You've got to tell your friends to get out there. Get on Instagram. I know, it's awful. The endless scroll. It's killing our lives. And yet, sometimes content can be a sleigh. That's right. I was bitten by the content bug at age 20, and I've never let go. I love content. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. CBC The Pod. And go to your favorite podcast app. I don't know where it is, okay? If you're giving us Stitcher, then go to Stitcher, bitch. If you're giving us Spotify, have a Spotify moment. Do Apple. And don't forget to tell all your friends to do the same, because, uh, Podcasts are a community, honey. And it's not as fun if you don't listen with all your chicas. That's right. Have a listening party. Drink wine or don't. If you're sober, I don't care. Make your choices. I don't judge. Leave us a review. And don't forget to, again, have this insane party with all your friends where you're ordering wine from Drizzly. And go to patreon.com slash pod to subscribe because, honey, it's giving you $5 a month and we're giving you an insane amount of extra content because, as I said, we were bitten by the content bug and you can be bitten by the $5 bug and get our Patreon. That's four extra episodes every month. Honey, that's a sleigh. That's a literal extra content sleigh. So if you want to have that extra content moam and like listen to us be super vuln and like explore all our trauma in the VIP lounge, then you have to go to CBC The Pod's Patreon. Patreon.com and subscribe. That's five buckaroonos. That's five greenbacks. That's five slutty little ones. Stripper ones. You know what I'm talking about. Women of the night come through. Sex work is real work. Um, We love you. We're obsessed with you. See you next week. Bestinas! Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.